Good evening, climbers. It's Patrick James here with episode nine of From the Bottom Two, talking about just doing it, just like Shia LaBeouf says, do it, just do it, and some other things as well. But you got to listen for it. Now, I do want to say I did record this as I was driving home in my new car. Yay, a new car. Boo, audio quality when recording to your phone while driving, but I needed to use the time for something, so quick little episode about 10 minutes long. As always, leave me a great review on iTunes. Give me a nice big thumbs up on Stitcher. The more people that can see this through those good reviews and those likes, the more people we can help. Also, if you need to hit me up, want to ask me a question, or possibly want to be interviewed on the show, pjamesvoice at gmail.com or pjvoice.net. You can also hit me up on Twitter at PJVoiceWorks. Once again, big thanks to Charlie Turner for the music that begins and ends this podcast. And without further ado, episode nine from the bottom to do it. All right. Good evening, climbers. It's your man Patrick James here. Got a quick little episode for you today because I am driving back from the dealership in a car I purchased yesterday. So what I wanted to talk about was just going for it. So yesterday I decided my car had 90-something thousand miles on it. Clutch was starting to slip a little bit. Not that I let the dealership know that, but it was getting to the point where I was getting ready to get a new car, and I decided, okay, well, let me do my research, as I always do. So I researched the kind of car I wanted, the amount I could get for it, and basically everything. So I knew going in what I could get. I got pre-approved for a loan, so I knew about what the rates were, and yet I still felt this really big like tightness in my chest as I was driving up to the dealership yesterday. And I just want to talk a little bit about that because that's that fear that we let overcome our lives. It's pretty much prevalent in everything we do. If you've dealt with any sort of depression or if you've had anything that you've done before that hasn't really worked out. And I mean, raise your hand out there. If you're somebody where everything has worked out in your life, I am guaranteeing you zero people have their hands raised right now because everybody has to deal with some troubles, some toughness, some things that aren't really going hundred percent their way all the time. So with that in mind, when you're in sort of a rut of you feel like everything's going wrong, you feel like you can't really do anything right, it's really important to get out there and just do it. It's like we talked about in episode two when we were talking about forming new habits. You've just got to get out there and start. So I actually was really proud of myself after the whole thing. Now, it was a big day ordeal. I was at the dealership for, I believe, eight hours yesterday trying to get, you know, the the insurance and the trade-in and the deal I wanted. But I can tell you, it felt really good. The fact that with their first offer, instead of acquiescing, which, to be fair, if I had done that, I'd be in the poorhouse tomorrow, I was like, no. And I pretty much straight up laughed at them. I'm like, this isn't going to work. There's no way in God's green earth that I'm going to walk away with that deal. This is what we're going to do. And I laid out my terms very specifically to the point where they had to call the owner of the dealership to make sure that it was okay to give me the deal that I had requested. Turned out that it was, I mean, it wasn't perfect. I didn't get, you know, every inch of what I got. I didn't get quite as much of my trade in as I would have liked. But again, when you have 92,000 miles on a car, it's kind of understandable that you're not getting 10 grand for your car. 
Anyway, I mean, I guess you could if you were driving like a BMW M3. I'm not. I wish I was. So now I'm a proud owner of a new 2016 Jetta. Make me really good. It's the first real big purchase I've made in a very long time. And for the first time in my car buying history, I didn't have a co-buyer. I'm not on anybody else's insurance. It's 100% my car. And that felt really good. And it's actually inspired me to do more. I'm also currently looking to get a job that's a little bit more suited to my skills, which leads me into the second thing I wanted to talk about today. Everybody has skills, whether you are somebody who is flipping burgers at McDonald's or you're a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, you have defined skills and traits that make you who you are and that you can use to your benefit. So with that in mind, I am starting to look for a job now that suits those strengths that I have. Let me tell you, the job I'm doing right now, I can function on about 0% brain power and I literally listen to podcasts, write, think about pretty much anything but the work I'm doing at any given time while I'm working. Now, maybe that's not the best thing to admit when there possibly could be coworkers listening, but it's true, the job I work now, although I'm good at it and it's something I can do quite easily, It's not challenging and it doesn't match up with what I want in my life. So I'm not finding it to be the most fulfilling. And since it's not paying me, you know, $80,000 more a year, it's not feeling like it's not really worth my time either because I don't have it matching up with my strengths. So I found this great book called Strengths Finder 2.0. The book itself isn't really great, I should say, but what it does do is it comes with this test that you can take, and it's a bunch of, you know, either-or questions. It has five little buttons, more likely this, more likely that, neutral. Pretty easy. takes about a half hour. You get about 20 seconds per question to just go through this entire test. So I did this, knowing pretty much what I thought were my strengths in my head. I wound up taking this test and getting a little bit better picture of what my strengths are. And one of my main strengths as probably no surprise to anybody listening is communication. So I want to take this now confidence that I have knowing exactly what I feel like my strengths are. Cause I do feel like the test did a pretty good job of narrowing down what I think my strengths are and what they very likely actually are. I'm going to use this to try to get into a job that's a little more communication and people-based. I've had some ideas on maybe possibly becoming a realtor, getting into marketing. I've already applied for a couple of different marketing jobs on top of growing the voiceover business that I had mentioned a couple episodes ago because that's still going to be my primary focus. I hope that in 10 years I can look back or I can look and I'm making you know, high five, low six figures just from using my voice and being able to articulate and do all the post-production behind the scenes things that, you know, most people don't really get when it comes to hearing what's out on the radio, be it commercials, the radio themselves, a podcast. There's a lot more that goes into it instead of just turn on microphone and talk. There's editing, there's leveling, all sorts of different things using the different programs that you can use to, to edit and fix audio basically. Cause If you go back and listen to my first three episodes, I know I complained about the audio quality. To get it to be that point of listenable, I wound up having to take a good hour, hour and a half just to mess with levels, run noise reduction, try to figure out how to get the sound of a fish tank out of the recording. Just a little bit of a backstory as to why those episodes don't sound great. There's a fish tank in the room that I record in. Instead of unplugging it like a like the genius that I am, I let it run and figure, no, I'll just take it out in post-production. And that's why it sounds the way it does also on top of not using the correct microphone. So just wanted to give you the quick takeaway. 
real short episode today. If you're feeling like you're scared to do something, it's probably not a good reason to not do it. So you should just go out and do it. And who knows? You may be really surprised at the results. The other takeaway I want you to do is that you do have strengths. They are real. They are discernible. If you don't believe you do, take that strengths finder test that I was just mentioning. You can find it on Amazon for about $20. Make sure you're going to go a half hour without interruptions and answer the questions as honestly as possible. If you feel like either or is a great fit or either or doesn't fit you at all, just put neutral. It does take that all into account. And then it'll give you an idea on some of the things that might be beneficial for you in a work environment, in a house environment, and all of that. Last thing I'll talk about real quick is I'll do my quick update. Um, I have been working out. I did have to take a break at the end of last week because for some odd reason, Thursday afternoon, I wound up waking up not being able to move. I had apparently tossed and turned and thrashed my way into locking up my back. So I wound up taking off Friday and, or Thursday and Friday from working out, did a little bit on Saturday, took Sunday off as I went and got the car and resumed my regular workouts again today. Feel really good. I actually surprisingly feel a lot better than I thought I would today. Still drinking my water, trying to cut back even further on the caffeine, um, not only for the fact that it's really only there to as a crutch to lean on for not being a morning person, which I am not, but on top of the fact that, you know, if I'm drinking water all day, water doesn't cost anything. Got to get my finances as close to in order as possible. And I am still meditating every day. However, I do have to regretfully inform you that I did break my streak. I got it up to 44 days. The day that my back locked up and I couldn't move, I didn't do really anything at all. And sitting was really, really uncomfortable. I wound up not even going to work that day because sitting really, really hurt. So I broke my streak, but I'm right back on it. I'm about to hit 50 total days with the Insight Timer, which means I'm about 70 days of total meditation. I'm getting much better better at the unguided version of that, which is great. I actually had a really good 10 minute unguided meditation session this morning and I've been, that felt great today. I'm not even going to lie. I've been very level headed, very clear headed and it felt really good. So that's going to do it for today. As I record in my car on my way back to my house, it's Monday, 1st of August. Everybody have a great August and I will talk to you soon. Make sure that if you like the show, you go on iTunes, you go on Stitcher, you leave me a good rating and a good review. As always, if you have any questions, pjamesvoice at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Twitter at pjvoiceworks, or you can just check out my site, pjvoice.net. Have a great week, everybody, and keep on climbing.